them come. This is their fate. All right, all right. Welcome back to the House of Wolves podcast. I am your host, Deontay, with my near and dear friends, Jalen and Josh, just in case they don't feel the love is there. Um, yeah, we got some topics for you guys today, but before I do introduce all of that as usual, got to ask how my fellas doing, Josh, Jalen. Um, I'm good. Uh, moved into a new split, uh, spot. Um, so, I mean, that took all my energy and I, I want to <laughs> rest, but I got to get back to work this week, but, uh, I'm good. You know, it, it's nice to have a new apartment. I forget how, like, I hate moving, but once you actually get into the new place, it's like, you know, you, you want to go shopping and buy more furniture and stuff like that. So, yeah, gotta, gotta, gotta get that space all, um, I feel it I out. Feel like <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that's that's definitely facts. Uh, shoot, I'm good. Um, just same thing like Josh. I just moved into a new place. Uh, hey, I did go to IKEA. Like I had told you a couple weeks ago. I was like, I'm about to get everything. I'm gonna play something fucking cold, man. But I think that's settling <laughs> down a little bit. But uh. Yeah, man, I'm about to just came back from Vegas, got ganked up there. I mean, enjoyed myself up there, and um, I'm going to start my clinical rotation and start my second year tomorrow, so wish me luck. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, good, good luck. <laughs> That's pretty much what it is. Good luck, buddy. I signed up for my COVID vaccine, uh, COVID-19 vaccine. Oh, you did? Yeah, I was like, I got to. I'm about to, you know. Uh, okay, okay. You got to get back in that clinic. That's why. Yeah, basically. Uh, I, I, I don't believe it, but Jalen might be one of them, y'all. So, so, so be be on the lookout. It was it was it was funny because we was at uh Giant. We was because I stay in uh the Ohio area. Oh, I stay in Ohio, but uh, it's in Giant Eagle, and that's kind of the Kroger's for anybody that's or the Myers or whatever, but Giant Eagle is here big in Ohio. Uh, and, you know, they just they just released the, the, the crack and basically everybody in that mother they mask. <laughs> and that mother I thought, I was like, ooh, you disgusting. <laughs> I was like, bro, I did not realize how dirty humans are until they took the mask off again. I was like, bro, stop coughing on me, boy. Not get away from me. Yeah. <laughs> I said, man, Bro. back up, dude. I don't, I don't want you touching me. I know you carry the, you got the role and you carry all types of germs and mutations. Man. I don't want none of it no more. I keep my mask <laughs> on and I keep my distance appropriate. Like, bro. I was thinking the other day because uh, New York, they just removed that um, mask mandate as well. Mm-hmm. We were like, man, I didn't know how ugly people was. Yeah, <laughs> <Man>, mask. <laughs> Uh, not they ugly though. Dang ugly boy. <laughs> Who made you boy? <laughs> oh y'all, my god. Y'all some uh <laughs> some Last of Us Two characters out here. <laughs> <laughs> no Dang, man, it, 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 it wasn't the ugliness for me. It was more so to uh get the germs away. But uh yeah, man, they back in full effect now. Y'all better, y'all better get the y'all better get the uh get the hand sanitizer. Keep it keep it close. 
Hey, y'all in nah. full effect. They got we got some pretenders amongst us. <laughs> oh yeah, we got the vaccine. Yeah, yeah, we sure you did. Bro, that's crazy, man. Like, bro, just and I don't even mean to go on about this. Speaking of Vegas, bro, I was just telling like I was just talking about like how I wanted to uh to keep my mask on because like a lot of people wasn't wearing masks there, and I'm just looking like I'm not vaccinated, so I'm like, let me put my mask on because I don't feel safe, and I know a lot of y'all probably not vaccinated either, but I don't trust y'all. Usually, I'm the first person out. Like, I'm outside. Um, I just need to stay away from people. Usually, I put my mask on if I'm cut through crowds of people. Man, yeah. I was on Vegas, had my mask on all the time. I just never motherfucking like, <laughs> man, I ain't vaccinated, bro. I got to keep this mask on, bro. Usually, I'll be the one that want to take it off, but I, I want to keep it on, and it was and it was protect me from cigarette smoke. You know, people like smoking their lives away, them menthols, them them Newports, them Parliaments, whatever they want to smoke, bro. I'll be like, man, yeah, this, man. I was in that casino with you, man. I, I was guarded, bro. I'm like, man, I can <laughs> breathe in my mask, bro, because that cigarette like, smoke was tearing me up, dude. God dang, god dang, blasphemers. I was like, man, get out of here. You got those, those, those vagabonds, man. I was like, y'all are <laughs> out here in the in full address trying to kill everybody. Oh, like, nah, I'm good. I'm, I'm good on it, G. I'm so good on it. But yeah, man, they they back out here. We out here now. We we've been talking about getting back out there since this podcast started. Now we back out there. <laughs> now you finally back out there, and I'm nervous. I ain't gonna hold you. I'm a little nervous, a little shaky in the knees. Uh, but what what I have I been doing? Um, I ain't been doing much really. Just been playing the game as usual. Got some new stuff that um, we were playing, which we want. I wanted to introduce a uh, new segment as well into the podcast. Basically, what y'all playing right now? Normally, it's the same thing, but I got some interesting things I was playing this weekend with my wife. Uh, one, the I guess I can kick it off. First one I was playing was uh, I was playing Catherine Full Body with um, my wife and. She did not like it. <laughs> it wasn't um wasn't much more I can do to entertain it. I was like, yeah, I and I didn't like it after my second playthrough. I played it once already. I I didn't beat it, but I played it before, and I was like, these puzzles are really fun. And I was like, I want to see what the story ends. And mm-hmm. for me, the story was just not the greatest. The story was not interesting and. It just didn't feel like your, your your choices matter, even though you get 13 different endings. I was like, I can't choose to be mean to Catherine and mean to Catherine C and still end up with whatever I want to do or be by myself, kind of. But it felt like your choices were very, either you were a good guy or a bad guy, and there was no in-between. But at the same time, your choices kind of predicted what you're going to be able to get to in the next and it wasn't like true to your like I felt like my answers couldn't be true to myself. It was basically just like they only gave me two things and it was not like great. So mm-hmm. I didn't really like it. Um, Korean didn't really like it, but I guess I liked it a little bit more because the puzzles were pretty fun. You know, they got them little puzzles that you got to do to kind of get to the next levels. And I was sitting there really working through them as like I did last time. And um, that was fun at least. But. Um, I decided to pick that up because it was a it was about relationships. And I thought it'd be interesting because we just finished It Takes Two Friday night, and we liked that a lot. But nah, it's not the same for Catherine. <laughs> so um, 
Yeah. Well, you're playing a lot of games over this weekend. We've just been at the home, chilling, playing games. Decided to go do a little trail but um, today. But uh, that's what I've been playing lately. And Pokemon Snap heavily. Pokemon Snap was life as well. Okay. So, Did you play the uh, multiplayer on Catherine? Nah, not yet. I was going to try it to see if I'm that good. But the, the puzzles was frustrating me already. And I was like... I'm pretty sure I'm going to suck at this. So <laughs> I ain't tried it yet, but I just beat it yesterday. So, uh, I mean, if I, I might jump back into it to play it because I, I, I got the one where I could play as Joker. So we'll see. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, with the – I remember um, – I, I never played the first Catherine or, I guess, the original version of it, but I kind of had, like, a, a, a premise of it. Mm-hmm. Um, my brother, he had played, and I used to watch him play it all the time, and – I think he honestly quit playing because he got scared of this one puzzle. I think it's like this, like this dead baby or something, like chasing you oh, or yeah. something. One of the puzzles. <laughs> I think he was scared about that one. But anywho, uh, that's neither here or there. Um, when you said the other Catherine with the Q, um, oh yeah, yeah. With is is that like I know you said it was like you know it was hint hint, but like does that have anything like you can't determine that because I kind of felt like. One Catherine obviously was like a like a, a demon or whatever. So mm-hmm. I felt like you could kind of manipulate her a little bit, but I didn't know if you could manipulate the story. And I didn't know if that other Catherine, the new one, was like something that was contingent upon the story or was her role that she was playing to say. I don't know if that makes sense. Well, like, she was shooting. She was she was she was put into the game after the fact of the first Catherine. She was like this separate character. She turned out to be an alien, but she was a boy alien. But she looked like well okay. he it looked like it like a girl at first. And then you finally for some reason I I forget I think she was bathing and you and she you find her like she fell or something and she was naked and you could see that she was a boy. Um gotcha. so she was like an addition she wasn't in the original story at all, and they added her in as a new playable character—not a playable character, but as a new pathway to go about. That's why they had like thirteen or so endings, because three of them was for Captain with a Q. Um, so do she show up at the bar, or she? They got. Like she shows name. up at the bar. She first introduced to you. She's running away uh, from. And this is spoilers if you guys care about Catherine, but basically she's running away from her brothers because she realizes she lost she lost her memories or whatever and she didn't realize she was there for a mission to do something and she was running away from them and you save her, take her to the bar and she starts to play piano, starts to work there and you get her apartment next to yours. Uh, and that's uh, how you introduce to this character and kind of go down that path if you were to, wanted to romance her and be with her so that was uh a character they'd added an addition that um wasn't in the first one that's when i was in full body although otherwise you could still play it as normal uh they had did some um they had did some things that made it easier like you can actually um do a um a redo like if you mess mm-hmm. up on a block move, you can redo it right then and there. You don't have to start all the way over. Um, so they have redos or, or undos, which was really good and helpful 
because you didn't have that at the, at the first. They had checkpoints they added in there so you can have checkpoints for the climb. So it made it a lot easier and accessible to people. So you could turn that stuff off too, but I mean, why would you? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Um, I, I enjoyed the puzzles. The story, yeah. not so much. Um, I think, I think the new stuff with 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 Catherine with a Q was implemented better than the old stuff to me, because it just seemed like no matter what you did, you was always going to be a cheater. He was always going to be in that predicament, and it was kind of like the predicament was unavoidable. Even if you tried to break up with her immediately, even if you tried to stop this from happening immediately, it's like they don't give you the option to just say it's over. It's kind of like they put him in these stupid yeah. predicaments where he has to continue to go through it. And we don't like that, that we don't have no choice in that matter. So Is we that, can enjoy it. I think that's probably the biggest problem with it, with being like a relationship game. Cause the, like yeah. a telltale game, like you can end it, you know, yeah. they usually give you an option to end it early. Like you can mm-hmm. like miss a lot of content. Whereas Catherine, you got to go through the whole story and go through all the levels and there's no way to like skip it or miss stuff yeah i feel um, like the the pay, the big payoff is what you get where you get the like your actions kind of make a difference but you can't tell where that where those actions even lie because it's so like i was just at that point i was just showing in my answer i'm like it don't matter y'all not gonna let me break up with Catherine with a c because and just be with Catherine with a k right now so what's the point of me even hitting these right answers or being a bad guy or a good guy because at the end of the day it don't feel like it matters but i end up getting the ending yeah yeah and i think i got the ending with Catherine with a k i begged her to come back and she came back and we got married i think that's what happened and i was like i don't even oh, yeah. like you oh yeah yeah whatever i think that because yeah. there are a lot of um <clears throat> Like the neutral endings all kind of mm. suck. Like if yeah, you, they all sucked really. You like you can break up with Catherine. She started dating your friend, and you don't get yeah. the other Catherine and stuff like that. I think the main thing is like the game. It, it, they make you think you can choose your decisions, but it's not really yeah. about that. It's just your perspective. Yeah. Like you change your perspective on the events, but it's not like you're actually making any difference. For example, Vincent doesn't, I forget, in like some of the ways that the story goes, Vincent Mm. doesn't cheat. He considers it. And because he considers it, he's a cheater. And whereas it's a different way that you go, he does cheat. And so because he cheated, he's a cheater. Whereas it's kind of dumb. But like, yeah, if you're like, you know, you know, you you go out with somebody, you go on a date, and you don't actually go all the way, but you still went out with that person. It is still, mm. you know, compromising your relationship. Right. So it's not changing the story, but you're supposed to, I guess, like, role play it. But, yeah, that's that's the problem with it. Like, a lot of people, if it doesn't connect with you, then they're not going to like it. Yeah. I think, I think that's what happened there. So um that's what i was kind of playing this week um as as well as it takes two because like me and my wife again we just went on like a little marathon of video games pokemon snap and stuff so but Catherine was the thing we re- recently finished and i was like mm, not so much liked <laughs> um but what about y'all what y'all been playing uh i've been going through the mass effect games because um, I picked up the Legendary Edition, it was like uh, two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and um, 
yeah, it's a remaster of the first three games, and I was just going back because I feel like I liked all of them, but I wanted to play through them again because uh, they're they're pretty big RPGs, and you can do like a lot of different things. Um, Mass Effect One, I like a lot. I still like the story, but I feel like even with all the additions, it's still pretty like dated. Mm-hmm. Like the gunplay hasn't been been improved for the remaster, but the enemy AI hasn't. And pretty much in Mass Effect 1, the enemy AI is pretty, like, stupid. They don't really do much. <laughs> um, so, like, that's the issue with the game. But I, they would just have to remake the whole game at that point. Uh, but the story is still really good. And all your decisions that you make in that game carry right over into Mass Effect 2. And 2, I, I remember liking a lot. But it's like really complicated like a lot of your team members can die throughout the game and you know you get like a bad ending and stuff like that so i'm going through and trying to make sure i I do everything correctly um i remember the gameplay being like a big improvement on the first game but going back to it it's still pretty stiff like just think of it like gears of war like you go back to gears of war two or three and like you know the cover system is weird and you can't yeah. like run or things like that because like mass effect 2 i i thought there was a dodge button but there is no dodge button in mass effect 2 and i just remember that from mass effect 3 which actually has the really good combat that people remember and things like that um but because of that like i saw those issues like firsthand and i remember like oh it is kind of nostalgia that the game was that good like the story is still that good, but the gameplay is not. Um, I went back to Andromeda just to see like if this, you know, if they actually made any improvements. And it is decent. Like I think most people hate the the story and the um, I don't want to say hate hate the story, but they don't like the characters and the story as much as the first game, first three games. And I I agree, but the gameplay and things like that is it's kind of a an improvement. It's more open world. It feels more like something like a Borderlands where you're going around getting loot and shooting stuff. Um, so we'll see. I, I've mostly just been playing the multiplayer because they didn't include it in the um, remaster. Mm-hmm. And Andromeda still has their multiplayer running and people still play it. So I just jumped on that because I like the just I like the classes, the abilities and um, things like that. Because there's a lot of games that came out that tried to mimic it, but they just didn't do well for some reason. Like Anthem, like it was interesting with their abilities that you had, and you can do the the combos with your teammates. But you know, Anthem failed, and I, I think I eventually get around to Outriders. But I feel like if Andromeda is fun enough, then I feel like I have a game that already fills that spot. Like it's a space shooter with abilities, and you can teleport and stuff like that. So I might just stick with that. So we'll see. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I ain't really got nothing to say on that one, because I, I, I don't really know about anything about Mass Effect, to be honest. I know that Mass Effect, um, was interesting to y'all, and a lot of people loved it, so I'm gonna leave it at that, because we already discussed it. Uh, I mean, you play Andromeda, and... Like it still has issues. Like I probably wouldn't still wouldn't recommend people just pick it up on PS4. Like it might be cheap, but there are a lot of issues with the game. 
whereas like if you don't play the enhanced or improved version of it you may not like it like it they put it on um what was it uh, fps boost so it's gonna run yeah. at a 60 fps so it might be a better experience for you on xbox but if you're just gonna buy it on ps4 it's probably not worth it because it's gotcha you know you want the not as good as the other games it, you might as well just buy the and that's what i was edition. thinking about the same thing you with uh, on pc yeah was cyberpunk so i was like i want to play it again but i won't play it on pc for the mods but once it kind of gets better so i'm gonna wait until mm-hmm. um it gets a little a lot better like more more actual leg- official um i guess Patches. official pictures um when they put the dlc in and i might pick up and play it again through on um on uh, the pc and then play the dlc like that versus you know just playing on the xbox i mean it, it depends wherever i mm-hmm. want to do it because hopefully the dlc is free because the game is in such a poor state uh mm-hmm. but we'll see uh um, you gonna pick it up um the legendary edition Jalen? uh i don't know and, and that's why i was about to ask like i know i had talked to you a little bit about like did we just play mass effect 2 or 3 you know what i'm saying a mass effect series just in general at a certain point in time where it didn't feel as stiff and did Andromeda just not evolve enough with the times and we just thought Mass Effect, you know, the the original series was way better just because our Mass Effect 2 run way better than Andromeda. They so stiff in this game, but in hindsight, we didn't realize how stiff it was because it was acceptable for the times and stuff. So, because I felt like Andromeda got a lot of backlash for, for some of the stuff, but I didn't know if it was completely valid or for it's just nostalgia, because I think Magnus Effect was a good game as a whole. Mm-hmm. And it, like, I think it told a good story. It gave you a lot of, um, a lot of, uh, direction in your story, I guess, and how your characters are handled and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just didn't know if Andromeda just messed up in multiple areas or cause I mean, Andromeda came out in what, 2016, 27, I think it was like 2017. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, we, we didn't play Mass Effect 2, Mass Effect 3 back in 2010, 2009, 2011. I mean, that's, and, you know, that's a huge difference. Well, that's a large point in time, and we playing on a better console and stuff like that. Now. So, yeah. you know, as a game, did it just not age well, basically, and they're using the same kind like of Like, I remember or... when um, Andromeda came out, people complained about the face animations and stuff like that, and or, like, just weird animations in the cutscenes. And if you could just go back to Mass Effect 2 and 3, like, they have those same issues. Like, sometimes yeah. people have, like, weird faces or their eyelids are weird or the, you know, the animations and cutscenes are weird. I think, overall, it was more acceptable because it was, like, one of the first games. Not first, but it was the biggest RPG, like, with, like, a deep story. And so people enjoyed it. And so, like, you forgive a lot of the issues because you enjoy the game. Whereas Andromeda, like, people were expecting, I guess, better quality because this is the new sequel and it's, you know, got better graphics and stuff like that. And even if it's hitting the same quality bar, they're like, well, this this looks old. You know, it's not it's not modern or, you know, cutting edge. Um, so that was one of the issues. And then, too, like, yeah, people just like the story from the first trilogy like they like commander shepherd and if you put like a uninteresting protagonist after commander shepherd then 
people are gonna complain. Yeah, basically, and um, that's like, what happened. Going back to you said what? And that's what happened. Yeah, yeah, like I mean, Mass Effect didn't do nothing crazy. Like like the old ones didn't do nothing crazy. Like with the faces of like missing and all that, you know that weird stuff it was doing. But like, yeah. I remember plenty of times on Mass Effect Two where. It's just because they, they used to complain about like the abrupt down, like the stiffness, how the characters used to reset. You know what I'm saying? It's all that weird stuff. Like the, the fluidity of the game just isn't there. But in Mass Effect 2, it was put, they used to make videos and memes and stuff yeah. about this, about Shepard smacking a, or punching that reporter lady and stuff. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> all type of stuff. And it's just these abrupt, stiff movements that's just not good. Like, but it's yeah. funny though. It's funny. Like, so I think people thought it was okay because they used to, what he like? Well, maybe and then you just hit the renegade button. Like he won't finish his sentence. And, you know, just weird stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, all the like, renegade stuff is weird because they be talking and then the the camera just shifts and all of a sudden you just punch somebody. <laughs> yeah, it just be it be it be sloppy. It's not fluid. But yeah, it's, it's kind of like Telltale games, Deontay, where the story can change so much. Like the cutscenes aren't as like high oh, they, quality they kinda, because they kind of break them up and like put them. Yeah, every together. time the camera changes to look at somebody else, it could be a different scenario because this person died and so the camera is going to go and point at somebody else because they're not there you know right yeah so people are just giving I, that's why i thought people was tearing andromeda up then that's why i was like let me just give it a shot and that's why i still gave it a shot because i knew i remembered how mass effect was and stuff and i'm like yeah i think they just been a little over the top with some of that stuff just because yeah but then I seen a little pea shooters and the glitches and the death animations and stuff like that. I'm like, this is like Mass Effect Three except worse. So I, I remember. Yeah, Mass I still Effect think that the reason the I'm just yeah, it's bad, bro. <laughs> yeah, I still hope they come out with the Mass Effect Three multiplayer because I still feel like that's gonna be the best one that actually holds up, where people just jump in and like it. Because the playing Andromeda on PC, that's the things that I installed. Like I fix the gun so they don't feel like pea shooters and like you not fight enemies for like 10 minutes and stuff like that and remove the stiffness and like it had a weird camera so like if you play it on pc like you can fix those things where it doesn't feel like a low quality game um whereas you didn't have to do that with the old games like they're old but they're still like that I guess they were they were modern for when they came out. It's just they're old now. Whereas, like I said, Andromeda, when it came out, compared to any other game that came out that year, it probably was like on the lower end or like the worst third-person shooter that came out that year. And so it still has issues. It's just it's not as bad um, when compared to, you know. It's, the legacy it's still stuff. Yeah. Okay. It's the worst Mass Effect, but it's still not a bad game, I guess. <laughs> Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay it just had okay. a high standard to me. Yeah, the high yeah. standard, and it really I, probably. Didn't I feel like if the well. ending of three wasn't bad, people might have liked Andromeda more. Did you finish it, Andromeda you know? yet, or no? Uh, no, I'm still. I gotta finish Mass Effect three, and then I'm gonna go play all the story. I I probably put like, I caught up to where I was, but the first time. And oh, okay. after that, I just start playing the multiplayer. Gotcha. Okay. Well, about you, uh, Jalen, what you been uh, playing? What's on the docket for you? Uh, yeah, no, I just be playing uh, Unsensible Games or 
uh, <laughs> just random games for no reason. Nah, I ain't, I ain't really been playing that game. You said what? Then you finish Okami? <laughs> man, what game is that? What you talking about? Okami, oh, man. Man, I, that game that game took too much. You have to know exactly where you at if you're going to go to a walkthrough. And trying to... F- I found half the issue when I was playing that game was trying to figure out where I was in the walkthrough. And I was like, I'm spending way too much time doing this and I don't feel like playing no more. Um, Dang, son. Dude, them walkthroughs, man, they wasn't <laughs> helping me out. I'm like, I don't even know where I'm at. <laughs> so, yeah. um, but I ain't really been playing much besides like Apex. Uh, I've on vacation and stuff like that. So, I was playing Dragon Quest a little bit on my Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, Dragon Quest 11. Um, but that is really about it. Though. I mean, how do you beat Dragon Quest 11? I just wanted to play the the definitive version and stuff like that, just because I, I liked it the game enough to play it again, and it's portable, so I don't have to sit in front of my TV and just sit there and play it, if that makes sense. Did you get to the new content yet? Or, like, the stuff they added? Uh, I don't even remember what they added, now, to be honest with you. I played the first Dragon Quest back in 2017 when it first came out, two thousand mm-hmm. or end of 2018 when it first came out. But I don't really remember what they added, and I've been playing this Dragon Quest for about two. Man, I've been this game came out in like end of 2019, maybe so probably about like two years. I've been playing it almost. I I think it's somewhere in there. So I don't even remember what I did and what I didn't do. Mm-hmm. So, or what's new and what's old and stuff like that. Yeah. So um, the I didn't beat it though. So what's the um. I guess what's the what's your favorite parts about those Dragon Quest games? Because every time I play it, I don't know what's going on in the story. Most of the time, the mechanics seem pretty pretty simple. So, what's like some things that you like you gravitate towards to when you playing those Dragon Quest games? Uh, I don't know. To be honest with you, I think the the main I w- I would play Final Fantasy probably to the same degree if it was a little bit more portable and they have like a decent looking Final Fantasy game. But um, I think my favorite thing about Man, y'all know I love Dragon Ball Z, so <laughs> the, I, I like the art style in the game. Um, I also like the 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 simplicity of the the combat system. It's not like it ain't super like um it's it's not like how Persona is. Yeah, it's, it's not super like complicated. Um, and I just I don't know. I don't, I don't really know. Like it's just. It's just a it's just a solid game. It's not like great in all areas and stuff like that, like perfect and stuff. It's just a solid game where I don't mind playing. It don't take a lot of brain power. I can pick it up and put it down. Yeah. Um, it don't it don't take like a huge investment versus Okami. Hey, where I'm at in this walkthrough again? I ain't played this game in two months. Uh, let me figure out where where I've been at. I can't do that with Okami and stuff like that. So that that kind of gets a little bit of annoying. Um, the game got some longevity to it, but I don't like all Dragon Quest games. And I was actually looking something up today about Dragon Quest, about the turn-based system in it. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, like I said, I only played Dragon Quest. I played a little bit of four, I think, and then I played uh, seven and eight, and then eleven. And all of them had you pick all your commands for all your characters. Basically, it's like an input phase, and then it going to like the battle phase. Mm-hmm. So like, you basically need to 
if you're going to heal, you need to choose somebody that's going to heal. And if the person attacked before you, they might kill your character and therefore your heal not going to work. So it's kind of like a wasted phase versus Dragon Quest XI. You pick what you want to do with your character and they do it as soon as you pick it. So I don't know if that makes sense. Everybody got to kind of put in a little, they got to throw it out in their bed essentially. Yeah. Oh, so it's kind of like that got how... annoying. Gotcha. Wasn't it like Final Fantasy X where you queue up your moves? They don't do it right away, right? Uh, no, I think X they did it. I think I felt like X they did it. They, I don't... oh, they did, and then it just changed who was next. Yeah, that was right. Yeah, sometimes you can do something, and then it might switch your party order or something. The thing that Deontay know what that was on the left hand <laughs> side of the screen the whole time of the game, but. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I'm bringing out old might... stuff. That's old man. Oh, <laughs> you might I, defend the team. I drop beat down the game, cases. bro, without knowing. <laughs> yeah, nah. they're like an idiot. <laughs> I know, I know. That's yeah, funny. you left across the finish line. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That thing was a little inaccurate sometimes because sometimes if you do a certain move, sometimes it would it say you're gonna go here again, but then it might drop you down a couple spaces, but. Um, mm-hmm. but going back to what I was saying, uh, I do like that about Dragon Quest Eleven. I don't know if they're gonna do that for twelve because eight. I remember plenty of times I try to heal somebody. They're like, nope, they got killed this time. So that heal was pointless. Or I try to use like this little thing, like to buff my dude. But the dude, like the enemies, they could do this thing that basically wipe out all buffs on the screen, and they would. So you'd do your buff, and then they'd wipe it out. Or sometimes they come out handy because when they wipe out all the buffs you already choose to do your buff and then uh, they'll wipe all our buffs and you'll go after them and then buff them up again. So it was just different. I don't know. It's a straight game though. Yeah. Um, I think, I think I, I'm a, so basically what I'm hearing is that you like those types of those, cause it, it's turn-based, right? You like those turn-based RPGs where you can like get up and just kind of play simply, but it's, but it still has an engaging, at least, mechanics and some engaging story at least well some some good story or um art design that's what i'm just hearing from you yeah dragon quest it's it's a nice game to look at like it ain't Mm -hmm. ugly or it ain't pixelated like how some of the old games like it's just a cool solid Mm -hmm. rpg there's not a lot of good rpgs out there to be honest with you and usually if you go look at the rpg fan base they the yeah. people that like Octopath Traveler and they like the little 2D, the yeah. overworld. Like they, they like that type of stuff. So it's a bunch of those games, but it's not a bunch of games like Dragon Quest or Final Fantasy where you, you know where you can just pick it up. Like the last turn based Final Fantasy game was what? Thirteen and where are you gonna play thirteen at? Nowhere. Like <laughs> um so it, it's just stuff like that. So people happy about Dragon Quest Three remake because they were like, yeah, man, y'all keep making these games like the Octopath Travel. I'm gonna buy them all up. Like I don't care what game y'all make, just because they like that stuff. Yeah. Um, I was gonna ask you, Deontay. I know that you really don't like those games, but you do like anime, and yeah. I think that um, it's not just the art style, but those games are sort of set up like anime. Uh, episodes like the thing that I that I kind of did and didn't like about Dragon Quest Eleven is it's very simple like you said because the combat but right. the thing is you also all the quests are just like an episode like you go to this city you know it's a 
a issue with a bad guy going around stealing people, you know, <laughs> money or something like that, and they gotta figure it out. And then you figure uh... it out, and you leave and go to the next place. And like that's kind of the thing. And then eventually you get to, you know, you fight the rival or you fight the the bad guy and stuff like that. So it's really just a, like a game, like an anime story, just in a game sense. So uh -huh. they try to keep the combat pretty simple, so people can just go and enjoy it all. Um, which sometimes people want something a little more like refreshing or new or not as like formulaic. But if it works, I guess that's why people just keep gravitating towards it. Yeah, I think I think it's the simple. I think it's always going to be the uh, time time amount of time that I have to put into those games and for me to put that amount of time into it. And that's, I mean, that's it with anything though. It's like, you know, watching, um, a thousand I, episodes of one. Yeah. Piece. One thousand episodes of one piece. <laughs> I just, I'm almost finished with never promised land or something like that. I just started that like yesterday. So I was just watching television and, uh, that show was crazy, but it's not, that's not here nor there. It's basically, I'm just saying that, it takes some time and sometimes I don't feel like getting through the middle stuff to get to the end of the of that episode. Like sometimes that yeah. stuff is gets repetitive for the point where I don't want to play it. Like, uh, yeah. Final anime, you can just skip the episode. Yeah. Can't do yeah. It in the game. <laughs> you can't really do that. You have to like really go through it. I'm just like, okay, I don't even like this episode. I don't, I can disengage and kind of look at my phone and then go back to when I'm engaged again. Versus that, I got to stay engaged because I got to keep doing it. Unless they got me like where I can do auto. But at the same time, that's not like really... You're not getting your money's worth when, it, when I feel like it's gaming. <laughs> you're just letting the game play itself. Well, so, but I mean, yeah, I kept Dragon Quest 11 on auto. <laughs> I only took it off auto and boss fights. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, that, I mean, that could work for you too because you just like you enjoy certain parts of it and you don't really need to do that part, you know? So that makes sense, but I, for me, I feel like I, I liked Final Fantasy VII, um, the remake. Uh, probably wouldn't have liked the original because I didn't want to play in that type of style, but that one had me engaged and I was able to fight and continue to move forward. I don't like how they piecing it together, but at the same time, this might be more better. This might be better for me because they're breaking it up and I don't have to play a 90 hour game or something like that. So at mm -hmm. least, it's it's helping ease the amount of time it takes to play these rpgs because even though that was 40 hours uh it was it was tolerable because i was doing things but at the same time i was in one area so uh mm -hmm. it, it it was tolerable for that because it wasn't like uh i was gonna spend like 90 hours playing that game and it and for the end result not to be fulfilling so at least the end result was fulfilling at least the time that i was playing it it felt like i was doing multiple things uh so i liked final fantasy i probably wouldn't like the i'm not sure what it what it'll be like you know moving forward but this one at least i enjoyed mm -hmm. uh to completion so it's uh i will dragon quest that seems interesting to have those episodic things it just has to be something that i'm interested in actually playing um, because, uh, just the same thing with like Nino Kuni is Nino Kuni. I want to play that game, but it doesn't, the, the story isn't as engaging as I thought it would be. So as I'm learning the mechanics, I'm like, 
okay, I'm learning these mechanics, but is the story going to keep propelling me forward to continue to play? And that's the whole <laughs> thing about it, really. Just, is the story good enough? I think Final Fantasy story was good enough. Um, and I liked Cloud as a character. And, uh, and it graphically, it was appealing. So, as, the, as he meets certain things, but really... I played Child of Light, and I liked that, liked that game a lot because it had solid gameplay, and the art style was pretty unique to me, and I just played that through. And that was just kind of like this. It was similar, but not really. It was like very small RPG type deal, um, but it was fun. So it just depends, I suppose, whether or not mm-hmm. I like a time sound bite or if I want to play something really, really long. I feel like they don't RPGs don't respect your time most of the time, so. That's why. Not uh-huh. true. Uh, it, it definitely it chops it up. And then I think with some of the stuff, just going back to like Dragon Quest and like you said, like the middle episodes, those sorts of things. Some of the stuff is straight. Some of the stuff you can't skip, mm-hmm. or I mean, you can't really skip it. But it's not like some people would say it's like a dull story. Like it's just obviously this chosen hero. He need to go beat the bad guy and stuff like that. And then you just do a little pointless things along the way and stuff like that and I remember telling Josh the first half of the game is more episodic type of thing to help with your grand you know you you run into somebody but oh you know this person oh, I only know a little bit about him then you go somewhere else and then you find another cool about the big guy and then you know what I'm saying but you're helping other people along the way and then the second part of the game is more focused on that part and then that's when you just doing a whole bunch of stuff that goes to this part and then the tone of the game changes and stuff like that and that's the yeah. part that i enjoy the tuning is hands don't start to halfway through the game but you just gotta get to know everybody and talk to learn visit all this the world <laughs> so that when you get to the tuning exams you are understand all these people because you already met them yeah yeah so, and you can't skip that. So, like the the beginning before the tuning exam. So, <laughs> yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just you know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a it's, it's an acquired uh, taste. Just like open worlds now, you know, I'm hating those, but I am super excited about Far Cry Six. Um, just because horizon i'm super excited about not super excited about horizon i feel like they're not gonna have the gameplay i want but they're gonna have the graphics and maybe the story would be decent but the gameplay doesn't seem to be as refined or as um updated as i would want but as long as they refine what they had before it was always fun for me at that point i don't think it won't be fun now but i was kind of looking for more of a uh, Zelda open world esque type game where you could go anywhere, climb anything, um, but it's not that's not happening. So um, a little disappointed there, but um, those are the things I kind of you know that, that gravitation to. Xenoblade, um, mm-hmm. you know stuff like that, but it's that's still a you know RPG. But I don't know they have to they have to kind of again respect your time. And that's why I stopped playing Xenoblade because they weren't respecting my time. They want me to go grind. I was just like, bro, I'm, y'all don't respect me, bro. So I'm not <laughs> finishing shit. I have to I know my muster time. up the time, bro. I have to musk up the time to like uh, get up in there and do it again. Uh, so 
that's where I'm at with it. Um, but well, we've been talking about that for quite a while, actually, uh, about the games we currently playing. Uh, but the next thing we want to talk about, because we didn't get to it last week, guys, and I don't even think I introduced our topics, but first thing was the segment. Next thing we were going to talk about was Apex, and I think the last thing we were going to talk about was some of the stuff, I mean, maybe stuff that we're interested in moving forward, but let's talk about that Apex Season 9. We, we never talked about it last time. This is the game I play probably the most right now. Um, completely stopped playing Destiny, which is good because the game is it's for the birds at this point, man. It, 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 I feel like I, I, I climbed out a rabbit hole, um, to be honest. I'd be like, bro, there's nothing here for me that's worthwhile anymore. Y'all, y'all, y'all beat the Crucible to death at this point, and... You don't put new maps in. You don't help that community in any way. Stasis. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Uh, so I haven't played that game in like a month and a half. I haven't even turned it on for the new season. Um, and I've been playing Apex, man. Apex has been uh, my my competitive fix for because the, they actually care about their competitive scene. So. Um, yeah, but we got some new stuff with her. We got Valkyrie. We got a whole. We got World's Edge back. We got a bunch of updates to characters. Loba got her. Her rings are finally fixed. Her her uh, her jump drive is fixed. Um, a lot of stuff, man. Um, give me some highlights, guys. What's what's some of the things that y'all was like? Okay. Y'all seeing something in the game and I'm like, okay, that was decent. Or give me something that's like keeping y'all playing this game in general. Uh, oh, you can go, Jalen. Uh, nah, I was about to uh, say a quick comment. Jalo, Jalo actually started playing Destiny on the PC and he was like, it's really not that bad, man. And some some <laughs> states is pretty cool. And I was just looking like, bro, what? You didn't stop playing Destiny and you come back to, the, you come back to <laughs> Destiny at this time? I'm like, all right, bro. But any. <laughs> I digress. I just had to say that because you yeah, them picked up your habit. Yeah. First one out. <laughs> Man, Man, we won't let him use his Monte Carlo in the raid. Yeah. <laughs> Get a gallo horn. I, I don't like using that. I'd rather use the icebreaker. He was talking about that Monte Carlo. He said, I like how it works. I'm like, man, put that thing away. <laughs> it's able to super sell. I'm like, Jaleel bro, is can hilarious. you use a good gun? <laughs> You're like, uh, no, I want to use what I want to use. Man, he Zago's a good gun, man. Ronnie Carlo. Yeah, he didn't want to play the cookie cutter. I'm like, bro, you wasting our time. <laughs> <laughs> you wasting our time because you don't want to play cookie cutter. You see us. Man, anyway, like, and it's, it's always going to be there. I just, like, I can't do it right now. Like, the game is in a terrible state for Crucible, and they don't care. So, why should I care about your game right now? I'm I'm more than likely going to go back to it when they fix it. They take stasis out sometimes. Like, they did some stuff to it, but I'm just like, I am so, you know, disgruntled with you guys right now. I'm just not going to play your game. Not for a good year. Maybe a year. and Maybe more. But right now, I'm just not doing it. Uh, But, yeah destiny interesting but apex better 
Give me some highlights. Give me some stuff y'all liked about this game. Um, I was going to say, even though it has issues, and I don't know if we'll play it all the time, Arena was pretty fun. Just because, like, mm-hmm. the biggest issue I have with Apex and, like, Battle Royales in general is, like, you waste... Sometimes you waste, like, 10, 15 minutes, and then you get you just lose in the first fight you get in. And it's like, I just wasted all this time and we lost. Whereas like arenas, you can at least avoid that. You get right into a fight, try out the characters and the guns that you want mm-hmm. and just play the game. So depending on what, what type of mood you're in, I still think the battle royale is more, I'd say satisfying to win because the odds are more against more you. more stacked than you. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. Because sometimes Arena, like, you steamroll a team. Um, I just think they, they just got to figure out the matchmaking and, you know, get stuff working right. Maybe they got to bring mm-hmm. it ranked. But eventually, once it gets, like, competitive, I might enjoy that more. But I, I like that they have a, a different uh, change of pace for the game. Yeah. That they're yeah. actually going to keep around, not get rid of after, you know, the season over. I know you've been playing with Valkyrie a lot. Tell me a little bit about her. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. I, like you too. A lot of people at first didn't like her because she's not a because you can't shoot and fly at the same time, and so you just have to play it a little bit differently than what people expected, which mm-hmm. is cool. Because like before she came out, I went back to Titanfall, so I got used to having more mobility, and I just like her mobility, like just being able to run away fly around a building and then just reposition yourself um it is great for that type of game you i I no longer feel stuck uh like in a corner um i her tactical shooting those rockets is actually pretty good um that's that's got us a couple wins uh yeah i i like the new character so i've just been using her because i for a while i didn't have a apex character i like really liked um so we'll see uh hopefully you know they don't nerf her <laughs> too much or uh, hopefully i i just want them to add more interesting characters like i like rampart she's cool but fuse just wasn't really interesting same thing with like watson like they're they're okay but their abilities are just not that interesting yeah okay um, Harper be coming in when she be uh, flying on him, but you start pinpointing all your targets, man. Yeah. That part would be helpful. At least you know what you're getting yourself into rather than, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and and it don't alert anybody like uh, Bloodhound. Like his is cool, but they can see you as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's, that's very true. Because you can see the sonar detector. You can see where it's coming from. You can, and if you want to engage him, you can. They might have more information than you, but you can still try to engage where he is. And uh, yeah. try to, if you got the high ground, it might be better for you to try to engage from that area too. So as they're running up to buildings, uh, things like that. So um, what about you, uh, Jalen? What you got? What you got for this this game we play consistently, constantly? You got the double res. <laughs> yeah, I mean, lifeline. I, I only play a lifeline, so I mean, I don't know. I think I think the, the biggest thing is, like, I don't... I think I started finding just a little bit more enjoyment in the game once I got better at it. Um, I think I probably mentioned this before. Uh, 
I remember me as like, man, I ain't, I ain't trying to play ranked at y'all because I ain't trying to have my rank drop, man. I'm like, dang, bro, that made me suck. Like, <laughs> First off, I sucked as well. Us. I just was like, I if I'm going to try to get higher, that's all. I mean, it's no point if, if us if you playing. Try to, yeah. Yeah, you ain't going to play with us because we're not going to help you get higher. <laughs> <laughs> we, we were trying to have criteria. fun, not try to be serious at that time. Was, I mean, we're not serious now, but... That was at that time we was just I was more so taking it like a serious more than you guys and I didn't want to do that. Yeah, back then I would have fell asleep in the middle of the match. So yeah, man, who you telling? I'm like, trying to play this game again, but it's it's cool. I mean, I, I got a lot better at the game. Some guns that I was like, I remember even playing a game at a certain point in time. Like, man, if I ain't got R three hundred one and a G scout, man, I can't fight nobody, man. Like, I'm not using no re forty five, no alternator. <laughs> None of that stuff. Not being a more like, man, I get an L-Star. I melt you real quick. Like, so I know it's still certain guns I can't use, like a repeater or like a Mozambique, stuff like that, because I just don't find them viable and don't know how to use them, really. But uh, I do adore the fact that in Season 9 that they they help Lifeline uh, her drone, how fast they like, yeah. recover you and stuff like that. Like, that, that helps out, like, a tremendous amount because before it was, like, I always feel like I was left behind and stuff, but now I feel like I can heal up enough to go, you know, say, help y'all out and get my shields up and all that type of stuff. I don't like that they removed their shield and stuff like that. It's not the end of the world, but I mean, I might get my boys thirsted or something like that because I'm trying to heal them. But mm-hmm. uh, I do. But I mean, I think the biggest thing, man, that alternator, man, that alternator go crazy, bro. <laughs> that might be working. That is a that is a must have weapon. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's but. that's very true. The um, yeah, it's just I a, like it more than a Spitfire. Yeah, <laughs> the alternator uh is by far the most consistent weapon I've ever used. Its consistency is really what's important. Spitfire isn't as it can be consistent, but I don't like how the Spitfire has no strafe ability. So when you're, you know, engaging these fights, sometimes you want to have the ability to kind of move around because this is a lot. All this game is is mobility with weapons. So you just got to be moving. You can't be sitting still. Most of the time, it's you sitting still, you're dead. And if you're not, if you're moving, they, it's really hard for them to track you down. Really hard for them to ping you. Really hard for them to keep you. Like, okay, we finna push him because he's in this area, but you know, I'm already gone. So those types yeah. of things makes it makes it harder for the for the enemies to keep an eye on you. And that's that's really what's important in this game is just movement. So keeping that stuff um there, that's 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 kind of the uh the importance, I guess the important part of it. Um but really I've uh some of the things, I guess some of the key things that I really enjoyed out the game as of late has been uh, playing with all the characters. I really feel like all the characters are in a good space and I feel like um, everybody is viable. Even uh, even the worst characters that are people that's not less picked, I would say, are viable. Um, they buffed my girl Loba. I really wanted to main her for a long time and... I feel like I can now because of her tactical, including her ability to position and get people a lot of 
items quickly and ammo and stuff we need if we want to switch off weapons if we got to fight now into a long range engagement if we got to fight in a short range engagement i can switch off weapons and kind of play off of what our needs are at that time because loba is that capable so all of these characters have truly changing abilities in the game um, i know what josh said about his movement character and now he has the ability to you know assist us when people are pushing he can stop people from pushing with the with missiles and he can also be versatile when it comes to the world's edge and or even other olympus maps where he can get up and uh, above and below people quickly and reposition so and then he can reposition the whole team so a lot of the characters have meaningful things that they can do is it like necessary for you to pick the character no but it's definitely helpful, super helpful. Um, so you you can still be cold with with a uh, with a fuse, but if you got a tactical where you can get away from people, or you got a tactical where you can reposition properly, or if you got a tactical where you can pick up your boys without having to you know defend them, um, or you can you know defend and pick up at the same time, those are beneficial moves and beneficial things that you can do. So. Um, apex feels really good to play because everybody has a role to play even if you switch off to somebody else you still have a pretty meaningful role to play at that time as well um and that's what really i enjoy about and it's competitive um people really play it to to beat the next person and it's uh it's like a adrenaline rush every time you kind of you you clear a whole squad and you go into a next fight and you you move and right and you got your you got your um you know your, your your shield swaps on deck and you you moving that and that stuff it, it feels incredible and the same thing with arenas you know uh my thing with the arenas as josh was stating earlier was that simply it's too inconsistent uh most of the time you either gonna have a really good fight or you're gonna have a fight that's not so great so uh the inconsistency is really the the the, the problem there if it had a rank mode it'd probably be better and they have to have some type of incentive for people to play that mode over the other kind of like a trials i don't know what a cat what that could be i don't know if they have some 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 standalone you know cosmetics that they put in there that that that's like all based off around arenas they have to also be able to give us a way to engage arenas and show off our achievements in arenas without having to swap off our achievements with battle royale once they get that stuff down packed, I think it'll be a better experience for all. Yeah. Uh, hopefully they keep building on it, which is, I'm glad they, they've already said it's going to stick around. Um, because they've had a lot, of, some of the, uh, like, weekly modes have been cool, but they, like, they leave too quickly for it to actually, like, iron out the kinks and make it, like, uh, a fun game mode, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I think the uh I think I think Apex is in a, a pretty decent place. Uh the arenas, like you said, it could be done a little bit better. Um and then just Echo and Josh like the the battle royale to feel more satisfying the the play and to wipe the team out to switch between stuff like Deontay is saying like you know, just real quickly, it's just real, like, Frantic. you know, we trying to, like, survive and stuff. And 
arena mode, like you said, you it's inconsistent. Sometimes you I feel like the game sometimes going a little too long too, especially when you is playing those teams that you just wiping. You just like I don't even feel like playing. Like I a couple teams I got a little sleepy playing because I'm like, you know, we gotta play five, six, seven rounds with these people or something and or we might jinx ourselves when Deontay called the other team, sorry, and then they come back and scrape it. You know? <laughs> man, man, they garbage. Oh, man. Yeah, they, they, they come back, they heard man. me then. Like, wait, what you say? Bro, that happened yeah. at least twice, bro. I remember it happened twice. At least. I was yeah, just like, I was like, man, I shouldn't have said that. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I shouldn't have said that. They boy scrape, scrape. Like, where? Well, I'm beating up him. <laughs> Say you still using that same sorry special? <laughs> Boy, bitch. I was like, man, chill, chill. But yeah, that didn't happen multiple times on the boy. But uh, you know, I think it's I think, yeah, like y'all was saying, inconsistency. Um, everything I agree with you guys and um I think it's a good mode to have though. It, it definitely breaks up like Josh said, the monotony of just playing battle royale consistently but only time i'm playing it is if i'm getting rewarded in a meaningful way like that skin i was looking for for bloodhound i'll go jump into it but i'm not playing it for pleasure right now and that's kind of weird because i'm playing battle royale but i'm not playing that one i just think the 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 uh the adrenaline rush is a little bit more the consistent in there when you're playing battle royale versus when you're playing uh arenas until they kind of can match that or make it meaningful to play then um i don't think we're i don't think it's going to be as engaged as much as they would want it to be that's not gonna be a 50 50 split definitely probably like 70 30 so something like that so Mm -hmm. it's um it's definitely something that they need they can work on and um i think they definitely can pull it off and uh, um if if anybody can they can do a, a good 3v3 uh, mode so um i'm looking forward to to the next improvements on that and um going from there so yeah uh what else do i really like about apex season nine uh that they got world's edge on there took off king's canyon <laughs> yeah definitely after after you let you let king's cannon set in the light a little too long you start to realize it ain't baked correctly um but yeah i definitely like world edge is probably one of their better maps i'm not gonna say it's the best because i really like olympus but um both of them are really like I I don't have a problem playing either at this point. I know where I want to go in Olympus. I know where I want to go on Rose Edge. It may not be the best. Um, And that's one thing I also wanted to talk about is dropping hot versus dropping normal. Uh, Because I am consistently dropping hot. And that's a a debate I kind of want to talk about is what do y'all feel is the best strat for when you're trying to first get initialized into into a battle, battle royale game? Um, and, uh, when you're first trying to like, just get in and get some loot, do you feel like dropping hot is meaningful or do you feel like it's a inconsistent type of gameplay? Mm, I feel like it's, yeah, I, I was, honestly, I don't know. Cause I, I don't watch like, uh, streamers and stuff like that. People play the game more consistently and, um, more strategic. Yeah. 
You yeah, don't play, so you I don't, don't watch them I don't, type of people most of the time. Yeah, so I honestly I feel like dropping hot is probably I think it's like a high risk, high reward type thing. Mm-hmm. And if you want to play like from a strategy standpoint, you want to get your little your RP points and stuff to level up. You can just get that as far as I can tell by just basically staying in the game as long as possible. You don't really need to engage. Um is that fun? No. Uh, like Josh has said, running around, getting all your loot, running to the first team after five, ten minutes of playing against scrape, that's annoying. I'd rather mm-hmm. just drop hot and at least get some fights in, you know, and lose fighting in the first five minutes rather than running around and getting scraped and stuff like that. At least I got a fight in when I first came. Do I think it's, like, the best thing to do? No. I think you depending on who's how many people is going there i think it depends um like if it's a blue like the blue light on it you know for like the better loot and stuff like that i feel like it's viable to do that but just do it to go to estates just because you want to go scrap and stuff like that and you're trying to win a game it's probably not the smartest thing to do i actually play with some people and they don't like dropping hot they go to the end of the map and stuff like that but i don't like doing it because i ain't here to just keep hitting the square button like (laughs) Going through my yeah. menu and hitting the score, but I want to fight. You, you, you. I feel like we know the strategy to consistently win. We don't care for that strategy. It's a boring strategy. So, say for instance, you're someone that cares about stats, cares about winning. Do you feel like the strategy of dropping hot, but in a consistent area, like a synchronized area that we know very well? to try and win those engagements often. Cause like, again, we only drop in certain places on both maps and it's consistent. It's never like different. It's never like we go anywhere else unless the ring pushes us to the point where we can't get to our consistent drop areas. We have two locations, three locations on Olympus and we have two, one on world's edge. That's it. And most of the time we can get to all areas without having an issue. Uh, but sometimes we have engagements where we're the third party. Sometimes we have the engagements where we are being third party. Do you feel like the there's a way to have a better um, chance of being that team that's always third partying versus being the team that's being third party? Or do you feel like there's no real consistency or real rhythm to this game to, to kind of choose that, that scenario? I I think that I overall prefer to drop hot because one like like I said is more engaging. You get right in there, but also if we are together as a team, most of the other like fifteen people that landing there are not, and so usually when you we drop hot and we die is because we're all spread out and it's like eight fights going on at the same time and we just end up getting killed but if we're actually playing together and we have an area locked down we usually win and when we win like we kill everybody we got all the loot and mm-hmm. we're good to go and now we can go explore and find the next engagement so it's like winning you are like you do come out on top like we're all set to go we don't really gotta look for loot anymore um whereas when you're scavenging you land on the edge like yeah you we might find some good guns eventually but it's just like the amount of time that it takes to get that loot 
is is not worth it sometimes because mm-hmm. there's been a couple games we get to the end it's, a, it's three teams left the other two teams got red shields we got blue shields because we've been running around the whole map the whole time and everybody didn't kill each other so like yeah we can win still like you know it just we just gotta outplay them but they're better off because they've been in there fighting um I mean, maybe the best thing to do is to land right outside the hot zone. That might be the best thing. Mm-hmm. Like, instead of landing at the estate's land, you know, on the other side of the wall, uh, you know, and then go in. But either way, I think that is still the best area where the most people are because the winner is pretty much going to be set um, after that. Yeah. From yeah. what I've seen, though, from people playing, like, not as like professionally but like to who play it and take it serious like they pay attention to that stuff they know where the other teams are they're waiting outside the hot zones mm-hmm. and they're watching the kill feed so if it's you know they see two two people go down um they'll run in there so that they can third party because they already seen you know three people are down so we just gotta clean up gotcha yeah i think that's the i think that's true too yeah, so my idea of a good drop, and and I kind of, I guess I got you guys' idea of a good drop. My idea of a good drop is to drop close to, and that's what I try to do on each area. Real, the real estate area that we always go to, I always, or the states, I'm sorry, the states area, I always try to go to a hut before I go to that middle area to try to get a spot that can get some type of decent amount of loot before we go and engage into a fight and and then the same thing with the you know world's edge i drop in the area to the side of the really hot area where most people go and play king of the hill so i can get some loot and then go try to fight those engagements um i think it's important to to have a consistent route that you take but it's also important to understand what loot you have and what can you really do in that situation versus moving around to try to get additional loot because at the end of the day i'm trying to come to take that person's loot that i'm engaging with so i'm not waiting around to try to see what they're going to do next i'm really trying to beat them so i can take their loot and keep going on to the next person so my my fight is always pretty much aggressive it's like i'm an aggressor i'm always going to push versus try to sit back and wait um and that could possibly be you know the point of reason why we always talking about how we always like to drop hot because we don't want to sit around and wait till the next thing the next thing to come we want to we want it to actually you know we want to get into that engagement we want to get into that engagement fast so um that is my ideal drop is to always drop consistently next to the, the fight area grab some loot that probably everybody's not going to engage at first and then take the little amount of loot I got to go engage the next team. And I think that's kind of how we all think about it. We're not trying to drop hot as in per se drop right in the middle where we see five, six teams coming at the same time, but we're going to be in that area so we can get to them quickly. (laughs) And that's kind of having that consistency in that drop is important, but it's always going to be in a hot area. It'll never be in an area where I feel like, okay, I have to deviate at least 120 meters to come back to this. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to drop 30 meters away, 40 meters away, try to get to that engagement quickly. You know, that's what it is. And um, 
I think that's I think that's I think that's a, a good thing and a bad thing. I think we, we we engage with a lot of more fights than often, so it helps us when we actually get into late game fights. We're we're more consistent with if we get to the late game, we're probably going to win because of our ability that we now have more and much better loot and we have fought in engagements. And most people that's in a late game, sometimes they either not as consistent when they're fight engagements or they don't have the ability to coordinate like we do when we're fighting because we always are doing it in the early stages because we like to drop hot. So I think it's a win lose type situation. What y'all think? I agree. Um, I think that I guess we don't drop the hottest that we can because, I mean, obviously it's a thing of who got the best angle and, yeah, you know. We're not going to run in like madmen. That's not what we're doing. That's not hot. Yeah. Hot is just more so in the areas we know where it's going to be a lot of situations popping off. Dropping hot is that versus like going to the edge of the map or going to a player area on the map that's not seeing a lot of engagement. A lot of people don't think about going there. That's yeah. different. We're talking about dropping hot as in we're going to go to the places where there's most of the time it's a fight. The States, Hamlin Labs. We're going to go to the top of that little area in front of Hamlin Labs. We're going to go into the turbine, but we're never going to run to the right and try to go to... Um, I don't know. There was some weird places there that, that nobody usually goes to. I got mine new area. Yeah, it's not like we're not going to go to those places where it's like a lot of big map with no people there. You know, we're always yeah. going to try to find a, a fight, and we and if we redeploy, we're going to try to go find another engagement versus just try to hide and wait until the next thing to happen because we always want to look for another engagement. So that's kind of like dropping hot. I would say dropping hot is that first initial drop making sure that it's always going to be with some other teams versus just by yourself. Um, which is fine to me, I guess. I just think I was just thinking of it from a strategist point standpoint, because I'm always thinking about better strategy or better ways to engage fights or better ways to think about the battle royale, because it is some, it is a rhythm to it. It's a rhythm to it. And, it, and you can get consistently better at it. Sometimes it is RNG where you just don't get a good weapon and you kind of have to, you're stuck with a third, a whole team coordinated and really good at what they do but sometimes you just can engage and win fights because people aren't being as consistent or um are moving as well as you are so that's what i really like i like the finesse of the game i suppose more than anything because you can finesse people and that's highly entertaining um yeah, man. I think I think season nine is in a great place. What would you guys say to, um, I guess, season nine versus season eight versus season seven? I don't know. I think the last one we consistently played was. I didn't. I don't even think I played seven. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it was eight. Yeah, it's a it's a big improvement. It's what I've been, um, wanting from this game to actually get me interested to where I want to play the whole season and not, you know, fall off. So Midway. hopefully, I mean, yeah. it's still early, but I feel like they it's at a good start and um, you just got to keep it up. Bo check, Bo. Keep that mod going crazy, right? <laughs> <laughs> that Bo check. That Bo check. Yeah, man. Um, but I don't really got much else for um, Apex. 
I, I, I've always appreciated Respawn. I always appreciated what they bring to the table. Uh, I'm always looking out for their next ventures, and um, they make they they put the focus on the gameplay first, and that's what I always appreciate. It's like as long as the game's fun, people gonna play it, regardless of what else is a matter. Even if your servers are trash, if the game's mm -hmm. fun, people would put up with it to a certain extent. I'm getting tired of servers with Apex, but um. But yeah, I think they 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 do they make the mark the smart decisions when it comes to um, the gameplay and you know making it fun and making it enjoyable and impactful for everybody. So yeah, keep it keep on keep on with the keep on, buddy. Y'all got got again a lot of money from me. I can tell you that. Um, but just keep it up, I suppose. Just keep it up. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't really got much else to. Um, talk about i don't want to i don't want to go over this week so what we gonna do is we gonna end it politely for y'all today i'm mean, not gonna we're not gonna give you no more no less i mean we, we talked about the topics we wanted to talk about huh we covered a lot yeah we covered a lot i think um yeah. we talked about a lot of stuff that we wanted to talk about today um it depends i don't know maybe these things can become uh, weekly, but we will see about that. I'm not sure on that just yet, people. But as usual, um, I want to thank you guys for listening. Appreciate you guys listening all the way to the end. If you got here, then you really that real. You 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 the real OG. I appreciate you um, and entirely. So I thank you for that. Um, anything y'all want to say to the people before we peace up out here? Power to the people. Power no, just... to the people. <laughs> Let's have some fun. Uh, my name is Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite podcast on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, don't I'm go punch Shepherd. no reporters because they say, "Were well, you sure about that? Are you sure not the Joe Bud <laughs> podcast? You got to punch a reporter. <laughs> Renegade. <laughs> Renegade. That's a paragon. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Talk to you guys in two weeks. Peace.